And I'm so glad because the timing is, is right. It's, it's for right now. You know, the, the body of Christ, believers, this is where we are. This is where we need to be. And we need to understand the importance of resting and what we need to do and what it means for us. Uh, because, see, things are coming quick. You know, the Lord is moving faster. Uh, things on this earth are, are moving faster. I, I said, man, we, we got two months left and this year is done. And I mean, we're just whipping through this thing. And, you know, at the beginning, the Lord said this year, we're going to, it's going to require some serious faith. Because the things that were coming up was just like going to be mind-blowing. And let me tell you something. He never lies. You hear what I say? And I, I just thank God for his word and him being so real. And I, I thank God for Brother Kai, what he said about everything, in everything, in everything. That covers everything. And you're going to see what resting has to do with everything. Um, nap, I said last week, means to be off guard, unprepared. And rest means freedom from anxiety, peace of mind. And we went um, kind of quick, and I'm going to try and go even quicker this week, um, <clears throat> talking about this rest thing. And how that the greatest expression of faith in God is when you rest. I said, your greatest expression of faith in God is when you rest. And you can't have faith without belief. Do you hear what I said? You can talk it all you want, but if you don't believe, you don't have it. See, God give, gave all of us, when we got salvation, the measure of faith. What did you do with yours? Were you napping? Have you been napping? Or have you been resting with that measure of faith that he gave you? Now, we tied this in with when the Lord created the world. And on the last day, the seventh day, he rested. Not because he was tired, exhausted. No, because it was finished. Everything that needed to be done for mankind was completed and finished. That's why God rested. And even back then, Adam... He did not bring Adam into that Garden of Eden until everything was in place. And I'm going to tell you something. The Lord meant what he said about us not working. He said for us to rest because he was going to work. Even back then, because Adam, he told Adam to name all the animals. Right? Now, first of all, Adam didn't run out there and find all these animals and then name them. You know what the Lord did? He brought him to him. Okay, Adam, what you want to name this guy? Elephant. Okay, you're an elephant. He went and got the next one. What you want to call this one? Gave him a name. See, even back then, God would say, no, I don't want you working. I want you resting. I'm going to bring the animals to you. All you got to do is call his name. And that's what it is. Isn't that amazing? Did you ever think of that? How about that? Most people probably never even thought about it. They said, well, they got a name some kind of way. Well, that's how it was done. God intends for us to rest. Yes. But he is not going to work if you don't rest. If you insist on working, he's going to rest. I said, Lord, uh-uh, uh-uh, I don't want you resting. No, sorry. I don't want you taking no naps, snoozes, turn your head. I don't want you doing any of that. 
No distraction. I want you to pay all attention to me 24-7. Because anything can come up. Let me tell you something. And you best believe you want God paying attention to you. Am I right? You don't have to say amen if you don't want to. But I know for me, no, I want all his attention on me. He tells me to rest, I'm resting. He tells me, you don't need to work, I'm, you know what? I ain't hard hearing, I'm gonna do just exactly what he said. He said rest means believe, I'm gonna do just that. I'm not gonna be like the children of Israel that provoked him because he told him that land was ready for them. That was the promised land. No, they murmuring and complaining. It was a slap in his face, like, how dare you tell me that my land's not good enough? And that's the way we are today when unbelief comes up. How dare you tell God, oh, you know, you, 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 you can't do this. You can't fix this. You don't understand. This is not looking like I thought it was going to look. Why am I here? Why am I at this place? See, I can talk about me. Because, see, I have been at a place for 28 years. Same job. And then all of a sudden, they took that away. They merged this with somebody else. I was not happy. So now, because see, my allegiance is to my peoples for 28 years. And now you're telling me you're going to take me out of my element. Now I got to be merged with somebody else that I really don't care about. So I said, Lord, what's, what's, what's up with this? And now you all expect me to be smiling and grinning, and now I'm out of my element. No, I'm not smiling and grinning. I said, you're going to have to tell me why you took me out of my place and put me in a strange land that I'm not happy to be in. So I was like you, you know, I, I don't understand this. I said, you must have a plan and purpose, even though I don't know what it is, and I'm really not trying to find out what it is. All I know is I'm mad. I mean, I was mad, you hear me? Every day I went to work, I fussed all the way to work. Fussed all the way back. I mean, I'm driving like this with a full attitude. By the time I to work, I said, don't Stinking little offices got me in a dorm that smells. And I left my nice home in Stratford. You got to be kidding me. You got me in a den of iniquity. And I got to walk around and be looking and hovering my stuff and make sure I'm all right. Before I could just take two or three steps, I'm in my building. Now I got to be hauling two blocks. I said, Jesus, what are you doing? I'm just being real. I'm just telling you how I was. So you can see I was not in no rest, right? I wolfed that God all, all the way every day. The traffic is bad, wearing out my brakes, all kinds of things. And the enemy would just feed me. And man, when I got to work, I was wired. You hear me? Pray. I ain't praying about nothing. Lord, I am so tired of this. You're going to have to tell me something. He didn't tell me nothing. He said, be thankful you got a job. I said, okay. So it took me a while to you know, get back into that. I said, well, Lord, you're right. I do thank you for my job, because I do have a job. It's a good paying job. So he sweetened things a little bit for me. So after I was there almost a year, we got a settlement on our, you know, our union contract. So that bumped things up really nice for me. So I said, well, that's pretty good. That calmed me down a little bit, but I was still mad. But you know what? God is good. And even with my murmuring and complaining, he told me, stop, just stop, because I have you there for a reason. And every day, God shows me why he has me there. I mean, when I tell you people coming in brokenhearted, need ministering to, they need it. And I said, Lord, I thank you because you know what? I call peace when I go in there. And people say, you know what? When you're not in work, 
It's a huge difference. And you know, that made me feel good. I said, well, all right, God, I got it. So I understand now, so I'm gonna shut my mouth and I'm gonna do what you tell me to do. I'm gonna go praying as I go to work, not grinding my back teeth down like I was. And I will be thankful when I walk on that campus. Say, Lord, thank you, Jesus. He says, make sure we don't have in our hearts that healing is not already done, prosperity is not already done. Did you hear what I said? Because, see, it is already. See, I didn't care about why the Lord put me there. I wasn't looking at that. All I knew was I was there and I didn't like it. But, see, the Lord had already over 2,000 years ago, before that, before he even thought about a me, he was putting things in place. He knew that where I am now, I was going to need to be there. So he made sure everything that needed to be ready for me was ready. I didn't think it was ready, but he said it was ready. And I said, Lord, you know, sometimes I just don't understand what you're trying to tell me. He said, well, if you stop trying to talk the same time I'm talking to you, then you can hear me talking. Some people just will never shut up. You know, the Lord's trying to talk to them, and they're just talking over him. You know, I have people like that, you know, they just won't stop talking. And to the point where I said, I'm just going to shut my door, and then maybe they won't come in and talk so much. Doesn't matter. They come on in anyway. And they take a seat, and they keep talking. I said, Lord, I'm not going to be like that, because I need to understand where you're taking me. And I need to know how to rest. And this week, the Lord really showed me about resting and how important it is for us to rest. Because, see, the thing is, the enemy doesn't want you to believe. That's number one. You know, you say, Lord, I need you to tell me what to do. Well, he'll tell you. As soon as you ask, he'll tell you. Just that fast. Lord, I don't know which way to go. Well, let me show you which way to go. Now, as soon as the Lord tells you, the enemy comes right in. Immediately. I don't mean he gives you a chance to get there. No. Immediately, here he comes talking trash. Now, why are you going to do that? Do you know that's a dumb move? Why would you even think that's going to work? That's the enemy. He comes to attack to get you this. In unbelief, your head. See, God works with the heart. The enemy works with your head. And you need to understand that. The Lord doesn't force his way on you. He talks so gentle to you. He'll move on your heart, and that's how you know the difference. That joker, that other one, man, he will harass you, ride you, screaming and yelling at you, and you're like, man, what is all this? It's the enemy. That's his job to come at you to get you out of rest. See, he wants you to start working so you can get out there and look stupid. Do this, do that. Man, why did I do that? Well, if you had rested and allow the Lord to work, you wouldn't look stupid. But you know, the Lord also told me, he said, they, even when you messed up, did what you were not supposed to do, because I already had everything for you in place, I still cleaned it up for you. I still cleaned up that mess. And I still got you back on track. Because you know why? It was already done. See, everything you need is already done. It's in place. It's the enemy's job to keep you going over here when the Lord said, no, you need to be over here. 
Well, I thought the Lord said, no, the Lord did not change his mind and he doesn't change his mind. He changes not, and that's exactly what he means. He never changes his mind. Like my sister used to say, she thought that the Lord only loved her, she was special. I felt that too. I said, hey, because our parents raised us that way. You're all special. I said, I know I'm special. You don't have to convince me. I know it already. Well, the Lord told me the other day, he said, you know what? Yes, you're special, but I love this one just as much as you. I was like, what? I said, what? He said, yeah. I love him just as much as I love you. I said, hmm. I said, well, that's all right, no, that's all right. Because he said he has no respect of person. And you know what? That made me calm down and made me feel good. And that should make all of us stop the judgment. Stop judging folks. Because you know why? God loves them just like he loves you. None of us are perfect. None of us. So we have no right to judge because guess what? He loves that one just like he loves you. Wow. So we can shut that down, right? Yes. And stay in our rest. You know, in um, Hebrews 3 and 12, in the Amplified, if you can get that for me. Um, <clears throat> and I was looking at that, I said, man, wow. That's something. That was good word. Um, and how the Lord was just explaining to me about how <clears throat> trusting what God has done for us. Right. And when your mind tells you it's not done, how you have to tell yourself, yes, it is. It's already done. You just have to say it. You got to come back immediately. I, I don't care. It's already done. If you can get this in your spirit, it will save you a lot. You will stop napping and you'll be resting, I'm telling you. Because see, the enemy don't want you to believe God's word. I have to turn back this way. That's a little far for me. Therefore, beware, brethren. Take care, lest there be in any one of you a wicked, unbelieving heart, which refuses to cleave to, trust in, and rely on him, leading you to turn away and, what's that? Desert or stand aloof from the living God. See, that's what the enemy wants you to do. That's his job. To get you to have an unbelieving heart. You can't get anything from God with an unbelieving heart. Now, the children of Israel, the reason they couldn't go into that promised land because they had an unbelieving heart. Not that the gates was up there blocking them from getting in there. No. Their unbelieving heart. They went against God like, please, what are you talking about? Man, you, uh, ain't nothing, no. That is not for us. But they had two brothers that said, you know what? I don't care about what they say. That's our land. We're going in there. That's right. That land belongs to us. Thank God for Joshua and Caleb. Yeah. They looked all past that dumbness. Y'all want to stay out here? Forty years. Said, all you jokers going to die off. Your children going to go in there, but you ain't going in there. They didn't go in there for unbelief. Everything you need is already done. It's already available. It's there. It's ready for you. But if you have an unbelieving heart, guess what? You will not get it. You will not get it. It's just like you have a bank account. And somebody said, it's loaded with money in that account for you. 
You can go to that bank, jump up and down, scream and holler, that's my money, that's my money. Guess what? If you don't know the account number, if you don't have the access codes, whatever it takes to get that money, guess what? You ain't getting it. Even though it's ready, it's yours, and you've been told it's yours, maybe your parents left something said this belongs to you, but you got to have these codes to get in there. Because anybody that's walking and said, well, yeah, I got money in this bank. But can you withdraw from that bank? Can you withdraw from that bank? The Lord said it's already done. Everything you need is already done for you in your name, but the requirement is belief. If you have unbelief, you cannot get it. You will not get it. You will not be in rest with an unbelieving heart. You stand on the sidelines like the Lord don't know what he's talking about. God knows he knows what he's talking about. He created this whole world. When you don't believe and have unbelief, you will depart from the living God. Do you hear me? You will provoke God. I said, man, why would you do that? Why would you be that stupid to do that? When God already made everything available for you. He was so careful that he wouldn't even allow man to go into the garden until everything was ready. It's the same way for you every day. The Lord already has everything ready in your garden and he doesn't want you going in there if you have unbelief. You can't go in there. You can't even get in the door. Why would you mess up a good thing when he told you, hey, it's already done. Hey, it's ready. Healing, prosperity, anything, relationships, houses, land, anything that you want is available, it's ready, it's got your name on it. Why would you go against God when he's made that kind of promise? Are you crazy? The Lord tell you something to do? Get to stepping. He said you will not be made ashamed. I don't care how crazy. And you know, it always bothers me when I have people that got to ask 10, 15, 20 people their opinion. Who cares about your opinion? I could care less about your opinion. When the Lord tell me to do something, I do it. I don't ask this one, that one, the other. When they know it, manifestation, this one showed up. They said, what? Man, I didn't know you was waiting on something like that. That lot you don't know. Just because you don't see it don't mean I don't want it. Don't mean I'm not standing for that. Said, I already put my hook in there for that. I already got my order in. It's mine. See, I, 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 I've always been like that. I'm not one of these be sharing everything. You know, I, I just don't do that. Some people, they tell all their business. Every time they tell man, they sitting there telling everything. I'd be like, man, can they keep anything to themselves? That's just not me. I like surprising people, you know? Just pull on up there and it says, who's that? It's me. What? Well, my sister came from Arizona and Mogan and I had moved. She didn't know where we were going. And so we come around and we pull in. She said, I thought we was going to Doors. I said, yeah, we got to make a stop first. So we drive and we went on around and, and pull up to the garage. She said, well, where are we? I said, this smoke's new place. She says, what? I said, yeah. She went on there. She said, oh, Jesus. I said, she said, man, y'all didn't even say nothing. I said, but you know what? But see, that's the way God is. See, he took care of that. Like, we had to get a phone. Darlene, when you come here, I'm going to tell you something. When you come, you know, like, come on, please. You know, the Lord's like, would you shut your mouth? Just let me surprise the people. You know, the Lord, is, he loves giving surprises. And that's why he don't want you working. He wants you resting. Just rest. Let him work. Because he knows how to get it to you. He knows where it is. It's your job to rest and say, you know what, Lord? 
You say it's already done. It's already done. That's right. I say it because I believe it. And I believe it. That's why I say it. And that's the same way you should be. Same thing. Same thing, but see, if you ain't saying nothing, I guess you in unbelief. Well, I don't want to say nothing to just turn around and look bad. Well, see, you in unbelief. You're in unbelief. The Lord speaks to your heart and says, you know what? I want you to go out there and stand in that corner for an hour every day. Okay, wait a minute, Lord. Now, that's a little bit ridiculous. I said go in that corner and stand there for an hour every day. Lord, I, first of all, the devil ain't going to tell me nothing like that. He's not. I said, okay, you have your reasons. I'm going to go. And I'm going to do what you tell me to do. And let me tell you something. It won't be long that you're standing on that corner without some manifestation of some kind from the Lord is going to show up. He needed to get you into position to where he had that blessing laid. He wants to see, are you going to do what I tell you to do? Or are you going to try to out-talk me and try to figure out, well, what is all this about? This doesn't make no kind of sense. You're wasting time. Whatever the Lord tells you to do, he's already got it prepared. Just do it. Go where he tells you to go and stay. Not jumping from here, jumping there. See, napping, I told you, that's not resting. Napping is constantly, you know, waking up, distraction, noises. See, that's the way the enemy has you when you're napping. Your brain is going, oh, my God. You're asking all kinds of questions. You're making phone calls. He ain't tell you to do none of those things. Lord, what do you want me to do? Nothing. Nothing but believe. That's what I want you to do. Believe, believe, believe. Because it's already done. It's already done. Don't start, well, how is this going to happen? Lord, do you want The Lord knows where you are right now. He knows, I don't even know where you are. I mean, I see your body sitting here, but I don't know where you are, are if you get what I'm saying. Because see, everybody's got stuff going on. I don't want to know, and I don't need to know, because, see, I'm not God. He said it's already done. Jesus took care of that on the cross 2,000 years ago. He made all that right for us. So I, you don't have to tell me, because I don't need to know that. But you need to know it's already done, and God is working if you will rest. Because he said he'll give you desires of your heart. Desires of your heart. Not your head, your heart. Because, see, your hair's constantly changing. Man, you come in there today, hey, how you doing? You get a phone call. Oh, man. Then you didn't change your whole countenance. Man, just come in here and just ruin my day. See, that's head. But see, when your heart is locked into the word of God, he can come in there and try and wreck your day, and you just say, you know what, Lord, I thank you. It's already done. Because, see, bad news don't make you feel good, do it? It just doesn't. But see, when you're resting, you can say, you know what? I don't care what it looks like. I believe God. He said this. He said that. I got a guarantee in his word, and that's what I am standing on. And I'm standing. I'm resting. I'm not going to get in there and try and help God out. He don't need my help. He needs my rest. He needs my belief. Lord, I do believe. That's how you got saved, through faith. Belief. You could not have accepted his son without belief, faith. They all run together. Am I right? That's right. It's true. It's just that simple. You know, we make this thing too deep, too complicated. It's not that hard. Now, if you go to Hebrews 4, 
See, this lesson, it gets too deep, and I, I don't have that kind of time. But if, when you get time, read Hebrews 4th chapter, the first verse, and run it all away. And I'm telling you, it's talking about rest. It's talking about trust. It's talking about what you need to do, how to stay in rest, because it's so important. And, you know, and I, one thing you don't want to do when you, when you allow the enemy to tear your head and put it in unbelief and you stay in that area, what starts to happen is you get a hardened heart. You get a hardened heart against God, against folks. And sometimes you see people say, man, what happened? They will come to church so faithful and bang, they just up, stop coming. What's the problem? They've gotten a hardened heart because they allowed the enemy to take them out of belief into unbelief and he was able to convince their head, yeah, yeah, your God, he was supposed to do so much. What happened? How come it didn't show up? He's a liar. Unbelief will stop what's already done. It will. Unbelief will stop what's already done in your life. That's why you can't afford to play out there and allow the enemy to mess with your head and you fall for that dumb stuff. Don't ever think as soon as the Lord says, this is for you, that the enemy just going to lay down and say, yeah, girl, that's yours. I ain't going to bother you because he said it's yours. He is going to jump on you with all force. You hear me? I mean, he's going to do everything he can to make sure you don't get that thing. And see, and it will cause you to have a hardened heart against God. Because see, now you've stopped listening to God and you listen to this joke over here talking trash to you. And then you tell it to one of your friends and they add they no kind of two cents in. And then you talk to another non-believer. You know what? It's a shame that believers are going to the world for their answers. That's what God, God all aggravated back there with them children of Israel. How dare you say my stuff ain't good? That my stuff's not right. Well, it's the same way when you go to the world, when the Lord already said it's already done for you, but you got to, oh, let me go talk to this one. Oh, let me go talk to that. What you talking to them for? They don't even believe God. They ain't even in the church, ain't even saved. The Lord wouldn't even have a problem with you talking to your pastors because they believers. But you would talk to some outside source. Oh, I got all kinds of problems. I guess I better go talk to somebody. I better, I better go give me some kind of medication. I better go do something like, are you crazy? Are you crazy? What's wrong with you? It's not that serious. It's not that serious. Because everything you need is already supplied. It's abundantly supplied for you. God said it's ready. It is ready. Are you ready? Do you know how to rest? Do you know how to rest? Or are you still napping? Or are you still napping? We got to shut this napping down. That napping ain't, no, you don't feel good. People say, oh, I'm going to get me a power nap. You don't have no power. Napping ain't going to give you no power. You can say what you want. Oh, I got a power nap. No, you didn't. Because 10 minutes after that, man, you're so tired again. I said, oh, I need to go home and go to bed. Yeah. You really do. I said, I got a nap, but I thought it was going to make me feel better. Temporarily. And let me tell you something. After a while, it's coming through there again, and it's kicking you even harder the second time. That's what happens when you nap and when you don't rest. Saints, God is tired of us napping. 
says we are partakers of Christ. Christ is the anointed one. Oh, I need the anointing on my life. Hey, if you're a child of God, you got the anointing. You ain't using it, but you got it. You acting like you don't have no anointing, but you do have it. That's why when we come in here, Lord Jesus, you bring it with you. You don't have to get here and work it up, work it up, work it up. No, it's here already. That's why we be acting like we don't have no sense. We can't help it. Because you done bought yours, I bought mine. We get all this, stuff, all this fire falling here. Man, you got to be dead, dead, graveyard dead not to move with all this power and anointing in this place. I'm serious. Like, how can you just sit here when all this power is like boom, boom, boom? I said, how can we come to church and sit around like we graveyard dead, but you will go to a football game Go Eagles, go this team, go that team. You don't know how crazy you look, you calling your team out. And you come to church and all this power up in this place. Really? I said, mm -mm, I'm getting my stuff. I'm getting my Lord Jesus, I'm getting mine. You know, and you should be ready getting yours. You hear what I say? So the enemy is always going to try and work between your ears. See, he can get this brain. He feels he's got you. Out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth is supposed to speak. If you put the word of God in there, the word of God is what's going to come out. I don't care what it looks like. I'm resting because God's word said this, 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 this. Get into the word of God. Do you hear me, saints? Stop playing with this thing. You could have been living in your stuff that's already yours. You could have had it already. We shouldn't be sitting here looking like we don't have nothing or so shocked when somebody comes and says, wow, how did that happen? The way it's always supposed to happen. Just the word of God. It's the word of God. But do you believe? Yes, Lord, I do believe. I believe, I believe. Yes, Lord, I do believe. Don't cast away your confidence. Because, see, your confidence brings a great recompense of rewards. Don't let the enemy take your confidence in the word of God. And that's what he wants to do. Oh, that ain't going to work. You tried that before. Uh, you talked to that lady. She said she did that and it didn't work. She wasn't a believer. The Lord said he opened, he said before, you an open door that no man can shut. He opened the door. I'm right at the door. And then I'm going in. I'm not going to stand like a dum-dum. He done set the door before me. I wouldn't even put my hand on the knob. How stupid. When he done said, this is your door, babe, go through it. I'm going through it. I don't care what. You can't go there. You don't have the right education. You don't have the experience. Vate, I'm opening that door for you. And get through there quick, because after you get in there, I am taking the door down. Not just shutting it. I'm taking it down so nobody else can think, don't come up in there. Because sometimes the Lord will make a way for you, and you got these jealous demons on the side, and they figure, oh, you think that's going to be your job? See how long you had that job. I'm going to work on the sidelines. We're going to start whispering. Uh-uh. No, the Lord done took that door down. That's mine. Yeah. I'm in it to win it. Do you hear me? And that's where we're supposed to be. Yeah. If you understand what you have that's available for you, oh, my God. God has so much for you, saints. Stop napping. Stop napping. Jesus, the grace of God will even empower your mistakes. Do you think you messed up so bad that God doesn't know where you are? He knows where you are. So stop letting the enemy tell you right. you messed up big time. I said to the Lord this week, I said, Lord, well, I probably messed up that one a little bit. He said, I don't care because you know what? I already fixed it. I said, you know what, Lord? 
Thank you. Because, you know, sometimes we get anxious, even though he tells us to be anxious for nothing. And sometimes we make a call too early. We shouldn't have made it. Or we showed up somewhere. We shouldn't have been there. I said, oops. The Lord said, you know what? I said it was already done. I'm going to clean up that, put you right back where you're supposed to be. So you don't have to worry. Even when you mess up, miss, mess up. The Lord still gets you right back to where you're supposed to be. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, why wouldn't you not be happy with a God that said everything is already done? It's available for you. Even when we mess up, the God, he wants to make sure that everything stays right. He does, because you know why? We're representing him. We're representing him. He is so good. He is so wonderful. Oh, my God, I love God. I'm telling you, and my prayer for you, every day is that you will not be caught napping anymore yes. said lord from this day forward i am resting in you i'm resting in your word i believe you i'm a believer and not a doubter do you hear me saints i don't care what comes up i am a believer lord i thank you it's already done i don't care if it's never been done for anybody else because that's not theirs it's your already done it is your already done. Because the Lord knew you were going to need that when he created this world. So it's yours. You hear me? He ain't going to give me something that belongs to you. He ain't going to give you something that belongs to me. What's for me is for me. And it's already done for me. What's for you is already done for you. Do you understand me? Saints, you get it? Got it? You know, I feel bad I didn't get in as much as I want. But stand to your feet. But I tell you what, do your homework. Hebrews 4, start with the first verse and run it. Hebrews 3, tell you all the things that aggravated the Lord, that still aggravates him. So you don't want to do that. You want to stay in the rest. Stay in the rest. God is so good. Oh, my Lord. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And you know, the enemy will come to you and says, well, what are you supposed to do in the meantime while you're resting? You know what you're supposed to do? Praise God. You're supposed to praise God. That's all. Just praise Him. Just praise Him like you don't lost your mind. Do you know why? Because it's already done. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events.